existed. We did it! There is a second episode now, which just makes it feel a little more legit. There's a nifty little theme song I licensed to like, support artists, y'all, appropriately called The Magical Lake in Wonderland by Zylote. There is also some cover art featuring yours truly. That photo turned out perfectly. It wasn't even staged. It was just your average everyday selfie. Uh, We're in the process of being approved by various places to get your podcasts. So yeah, legit or quasi legit. Anyway, She Existed is a podcast wherein I, Ashlyn Romagnoli, share a sweet and short overview of a super fascinating woman or group of women I have recently learned about. Okay, okay. But um, before we dive too far into this episode, this podcast, life, everything, I think it's uh, really important to note that I am not an expert, to put it very, very lightly. <laughs> I'm just a very, very curious kitten who wants to share what I stumble across. So that means that I will almost certainly mispronounce things for one, like just wait until the Eastern European inspired episode that I have cooking, like yeesh. And another note, and kind of along those lines, is that a few episodes, so today's, for example, deal with women who are still alive or positions that are still active. You'll see what I mean. This can make it kind of tricky to ensure that I'm being completely objective and completely accurate, But since the point of the podcast is to share cool stuff I encounter so we can all learn more about it, I'm going to do my damn best. Please know that my intentions are good, but since we know where that road leads, do feel free to shoot me a note with any thoughts, suggestions, corrections. You get the gist. So I'm a little unclear how I actually stumbled upon today's subject, but I do know that when I was browsing the wilds of the internet, I could not resist a click when I saw the title, the Rain Queen. <laughs> like, come on, that is too fucking cool. Uh, I was even more intrigued when just a very little bit of research told me that this is a currently extant title. Uh, and the most recent Rain Queen also comes with a not small amount of controversy. But first, we'll get into a little bit of context in history. So the Lobedu, also known as the Balubedu people, are today located in the Limpopo province of what we now know as South Africa, the country of South Africa, after originally migrating from the area we now know as Zimbabwe. As of today, there are approximately 2 million members of the group, with three broad subgroups and even more smaller groups among those. Their most common animal totems are the wild pig and the elephant. As is common with any origin story, there are a handful of versions of how the line of the Rain Queens began. Just a little warning, both versions do include incest, but honestly, that is so common throughout basically every history or mythology or creation story, whether it's for a queen or a goddess or or whatever throughout history, that if that is going to bother you, this may not be the podcast for you. I'm not going to dwell on it, not going to go into tons of detail, but there you have it. Incest warning. (laughs) So anyway, like I was saying, both versions of the origin story that I came across do include incest, but their timing is a little varied and a little bit hard to pin down. So in one version, in the 16th century, the chief of the Monomotapa, which I believe is the area place that was in present day Zimbabwe, uh, was told that his daughter, who was called Zungundini, would receive the power to call forth rain if he impregnated her. 
Another version says that Zugundini was impregnated by her brother, but then fled to the south to found the Baluberu tribe, which at the time had all male leaders. So supposedly then sometime later after that, due to war and conflict, the male ruler of the Baluberu impregnated his daughter to restore peace. And this child was the first reign queen, Maselekwani Mujadshi, who began her rule in 1800. So both stories talk about Zungundini, but the official beginning of the reign queen line uh, that we have recorded was just about 220 years ago. Now, let's dig into some of the truly fascinating details. As I think is implied by the name, but I haven't explicitly said yet, the rain queen is said to have the mystical ability to control the rain and clouds. Uh, Side note, one thing I found really interesting is the cross-cultural connection here. So, so very many powerful female figures in history are associated with water, rain, lakes. And why not? That shit's important. Like, you can live for weeks without food and only like three days without water. That reminds me, I should probably hydrate more. Anyway, the rain queen lives surrounded by a beautiful and lush garden that contains immense cycad trees, including a variety that is named after the rain queen. I found a description of these trees as follows. They are, quote, up to nearly 40 feet tall, with a thick trunk deeply scored in a netted pattern with a crown of fairly straight, shiny green, spiny leaves up to eight feet long. The leaflets are broad, often slightly curved, and toothed on both margins. Those at the base are reduced to prickles. Two to four cones are born together, and these are large, and the female, the biggest, roughly 31 inches in length, are massive, weighing up to 75 pounds, and are very handsome in the heart of the big green leaves. The seeds are a brilliant orange-red, and the thin, fully ripe flesh surrounding the kernels is relished by the children of the village. So, they're kind of palm tree-like-ish. I would give it a Google if you're curious, they really are pretty cool looking. All right, so lives near a gorgeous garden, controls the rain. Uh, What else? As I mentioned before, there are a lot of smaller groups that make up the Lobedu, about 150 in fact. Each tribe has a male or female ruler who represents the rain queen, and often these groups will send the rain queen wives, these young virginal women from their village, who act kind of more as ladies-in-waiting to the rain queen, Basically, it's just a form of diplomacy to strengthen ties between the tribes themselves and their queen. Historically, the custom emphasized the fertility of the land and encouraged rain to come to their home regions. The rain queen is expected to shun public appearances. She lives as a recluse with her so-called royal wives, who I just described for you. She communicates exclusively through her counselors, who may be male or female, which I found to be pretty great consistency because I feel like really often in history you come across queens who are these solo female leaders in a sea of masculine power. So it's kind of cool uh, to know that her counselors can also be female. The Lobedu are not the only traditional tribe within the country of South Africa. There are several, but while these traditional rulers don't actually hold any formal power or seats of government, and actually, in fact, the rain queen position was only recently in 2016 recognized, or I should say re-recognized, by the South African government for the first time since apartheid. But regardless of that, their cultural and spiritual importance is clear. Even other communities across Africa respect the rain queen, and will apparently even ask for her blessings. One article I found said, quote, Not a single African king would seek her wrath, fearing punishment meant drought. Again, huge deal. Drought, very bad very bad news. 
The Rain Queen is not supposed to marry, but she is supposed to mother children with men of royal status approved by the royal council. So this is where we kind of get into a little bit of the controversy for the last Rain Queen, whose name was Makobo Mujadshi VI. At her coronation in 2003 at the age of 25, she was the youngest Rain Queen to rule. Now here's where things get a little more dicey. Queen Makobo apparently had a boyfriend, a man named David Mogale, which apparently did not sit particularly well with the council. Beyond that, the queen apparently enjoyed TV, casual dress. It was implied and in some places outright stated in some of the websites that I found uh, that she was considered a little bit too modern for her role. And now we get into the real controversy. So her reign was not very long. In fact, from what I can gather by looking at the timelines of the lineages of the preceding five reign queens, it was the shortest. In 2005, just two years after being crowned, Queen Makoba was admitted to the hospital where she died after just a couple of days. The official cause is meningitis. There are also reports of the hospital staff claiming that she died of AIDS. And there are some, including her boyfriend, who believe that she was poisoned, perhaps in an attempt to remove her from power. Either way, a real tragedy. And in addition to all that, uh, I did find an account that stated that a brother of Queen Makobo's disappeared on the day of her death, and that there was a fire in the chief's house where her body lay right before her funeral. Very strange coincidences, or not coincidences, very hard to tell, uh, but I really couldn't find any good, reliable sources for either any investigations into this, or any resolution that came out of it. Now, one thing that is kind of interesting, though, about the poisoning accusation is that historically, traditionally, the Rain Queen would actually commit ritual suicide by poison to ensure the continuation of the secrets of rainmaking. So when she felt death was near, she would share the traditions and rituals with her successor, a daughter, or if not a daughter, her closest female relative, and then she would end her life, ensuring that the line would continue and consistency would be maintained. So a few resources I found stated that there is still a little bit of uncertainty around who is going to be named Rain Queen the next. So at the moment, there is not actually an active Rain Queen. The former Queen Makobo's brother is acting as Prince Regent until her daughter, who is only three months old when her mother died, comes of age. There's some controversy around this too uh, because there is some question about the paternity of Queen Makobo's daughter, um, since the Rain Queen is only supposed to have a child with men of the royal blood who have been selected by the council. However, the Prince Regent has said that that is not an issue and that when she is 18, Masalanabo Mojadshi will be crowned the next Rain Queen. And thus, the lineage, though perhaps no longer completely uninterrupted per se, will continue. Or at least that's what it looks like right now. As for a few other cultural notes, probably the first exposure Western and white audiences would have had with the Rain Queen, although not by her exact name, uh, was through H. Ryder Haggard's book She, A History of Adventure, published in 1887, whose main character was allegedly based on the Rain Queen of the time. Don't be fooled by the cool title. Um, it is, unsurprisingly, crazy racist. The queen in it is actually white. I don't really know what's going on there, but it's obviously not particularly faithfully inspired by the actual rain queens, um, but I did come across that reference quite a lot. 
Still, the book was hugely influential in its day amongst white audiences and has been cited by many modern authors um, as being very influential to their own works. So there's that. But to end on a much cooler note, uh, the most recent winner of the Trenary Print Competition was Pretoria-based designer Glorina Kutso-Mabasso, whose print Rainmaker was inspired by the first Rain Queen. Her print won unanimously, and that collection has been available in-store and online in South Africa since Monday, February 1st, 2021. And to quote one of the articles I read about it, they claimed that it was released on, quote, a day when the rain was abundant, almost as if the queendom she paid homage to was indeed confirming the designer's triumph. Delightful. It is a super gorgeous print with bold blue lines and circles. My stupid description doesn't really do it justice, so that's definitely one to look up. And there you have it. The Rain Queens. The Rain Queens existed, and they are so intriguing. So here are some of your Google search terms in case you want to dive in any further. Rain Queens, duh. <laughs> Balubedu, that is the name of the people that she rules. B-A-L-O-B-E-D-U. The Cycad Tree, C-Y-C-A-D. Mujadshi, so... <laughs> um, I'm so glad I could find a pronunciation for this one online because a lot of the other names I couldn't, but it's spelled M-O-D-J-A-D-J-I. And Glorina Kutsumabaso, the last name is spelled M-A-B-A-S-O. She is the designer of that new fabulous print I was talking about, and I assume she is a designer to watch because it was stunning. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, and I think we'll be back again for another episode. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. It's me again. Uh, I am not just going to slide this into the podcast because I've already edited everything. But I did find out one other funky little tidbit, um, which is that apparently the Marvel Comics character Storm, notorious badass and my personal hair hero, is a fictional descendant of the dynasty of the Rain Queens. So that's yet another kind of fun, interesting connection there. So anyway... Really going now. Bye. Oh